Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, your host, and I'm very happy to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. I always like to say this right from the uh, beginning of our program, that you can be part with us. You can just send us a text message on 0488-880-811 with your question or um, just a thought uh, uh, in regard to the topic which we are going to discuss. This is your chance to be part of Drive Time with us, and we will enjoy that. Please send us a text message on 048 Jot the number down because we have a special offer for you also today and would like to give you a um, good book today. If you haven't been prepared yet to write it down, I'll mention the number a few times just before we are going to talk about the, the offer. But right now, again, the number is 048 It's wonderful uh, to be able to welcome today my friend uh, Brenton Wilkinson coming all the way from Mount Gambier and uh, being with us here on Drive Time today. Good to have you with us in the studio, Thank Brenton. You, Nick. It's nice to be here and it's nice to actually be in the studio not talking to you via Zoom from Mount Gambier. So we're really looking forward to sharing this uh, session with our listeners. And now, I, I know God will bless us. I was going to say that uh, you are not a stranger, you know, to our programs, really, you know, no. No, uh, no, for no, Faith no. FM, uh, you are part of a regular program, yep. uh, Bible study with a, with a panel uh, every week with us. But uh, we have to do it uh, through Zoom because it's not so easy to have you here from Mount Gambier. You know, it's quite a bit of a distance from well, Mount Gambier to Adelaide. But today to, you got the real thing. But today so. it's good. Yeah, I really um, took this ah, yes. opportunity, you know, to have you with us in the studio. Thank now, you, Nick. just before we even uh, maybe uh, going to talk a little bit uh, more about the program today, um, what would you like to say in regard to the Bible study? Uh, would you put a plug for our listeners uh, for Bible study? Well, we can certainly do that. Uh, it deals with uh, the, the love of God this week's study. And um, I think we'll find if we really dig into it deeply that we will find some answers a lot of people, Nick, uh, feel that uh, almost that um, in the Bible we have a schizophrenic God. Mm. Pardon me for uh, using that phrase. I'm not wishing to be irreverent or anything like that, but there are many Christians today who see the New Testament God as a loving God who is forgiving, he's understanding, he's patient, but the Old Testament God, ooh, watch out. Mm. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a God to be feared. Yes. And we're going to deal with that subject. Uh, we deal with the issue in our Bible study this week of the subject of how can you have fear and love in, in one, virtually in one um, verse. Yes. And uh, we're going to touch on that in our study. So I'm inviting our listeners today. Perhaps you've never tuned into our Bible study that um, on, is on. And that's on, on Saturday night. morning, 9 o'clock. Saturday o clock. morning at 9 o'clock. And if you miss that, there's one on Sunday morning. 
Sunday yeah, morning and then will be uh, like. Monday lunch time and also on Tuesday we're repeating that program for you to be able to uh, yeah. to yeah. hear it but yeah, yeah our f- um, first uh, time on air is uh, Saturday morning, morning at 9, nine o'clock yeah. Adelaide yeah. time we'll invite you to be on it absolutely hey um Brenton, uh, all through the week, we approach this topic, the new birth and the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm, very Now, important. a very important topic. I, uh, I agree with that. And we dealt already with a couple of questions like, uh, what's wrong with me? Why do I react the way I do? And we that all react. The other day, we that? all yeah. react in, in certain ways, yeah. you know? Yeah. And also, um, and that was actually, uh, Pastor uh, Joseph and uh, Will, Uh, Moala talking on on that one. What did Christ um, mean? Uh, you must be born again. I mean, you know that discussion with Nicodemus sure, uh, sure. there, which uh, felt a little bit embarrassed. You know, I mean, when Nicodemus, uh, how, do th- how do you think that went down for a Pharisee being told that's he exactly needed right. to be born again? Yeah, <laughs> but look, we we heard uh, on that one um, also with uh, Gary and uh, Eric. They right. were talking on yeah. this topic. Yeah. Another one was, uh, can the Holy Spirit change me wow what a question you know Quite and important. Uh, and uh, again uh, pastor gary and uh, pastor david uh, butcher they were uh, approaching this one and just the other day uh, do good christians still struggle i i struggle i don't know about you uh, brenton but I sometimes do. i struggle I with certain things and uh, we all are in need of the comforter of the holy spirit to prompt us, to mold us, yeah. to speak yeah. to us, that we are uh, going to be a better person. And we are going to talk uh, a bit more uh, today uh, about sure. Uh, sure. how can I be empowered for yeah. life. Yeah. You know, that's our discussion uh, uh, today, uh, uh, Brenton. Yeah. Uh, now, in case if you miss any of these programs... You can uh, go to our website, faithfm.com.au, but even more simply, you can download our FaithFM app, FaithFM Australia. Good idea. Download that app and you can go back uh, and listen to some of the programs which you may be uh, missing out. Sure. And uh, Also, you um, you can go on demand there and listen on all sorts of uh, programs which we have there. And the good news is you can do it under your own steam and in your own time. Absolutely I mean, right. Uh, COVID-19 has, turned to, has taught us one thing, Nick, and that is that a lot of people have had to work from home. Mm-hmm. So uh, sitting and listening or studying Faith FM programs at home is right within What's happening? Absolutely. Mm. Again, if you want to be part with us uh, on this program, uh, send us a text message on zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one, and we'll be happy to talk to you uh, via the uh, SMS. Uh, also on this number, we'll give you just in uh, a bit later on a uh, free offer which we have prepared for you. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Very happy to welcome also David Lima from Family Voice Australia with us today. Good to have you with us, David. Well, thank you, Nick, and good afternoon to all the listeners. And David, um, your ministry at Family Voice Australia yes. believes in uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Exactly. As we are uh, talking uh, for the whole weekend, particularly today on this question, how can I be empowered for life? But, you know, 
the new birth and the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the general topic for the whole week for us. What is the importance of the Holy Spirit? Yes. Well, in our ministry, we take very seriously our worship of God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is often forgotten, it seems to me, Nick. Mm. But he's called in Scripture on, on five occasions the Spirit of Jesus or the Spirit of Christ. That's a title we don't use very much. But as Christians, we have his Spirit in our hearts. So when we profess faith in Jesus as Savior and Lord, his Spirit lives in our hearts. It's a wonderful thing. Mm. Now, we need to make sure that we don't quench the Holy Spirit, as the Scripture says, or repress the Holy Spirit, but let him have his full impact in our lives. And I really encourage the listeners, Nick, if they have a Bible, to turn to the book of Romans and chapter 8. There's some tremendous teaching there on the Holy Spirit. Mm. It's in the book of Romans there in the New Testament and chapter 8. And it says there, There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. So wonderfully there, Nick, we see how valuable is the Holy Spirit. He has set us free from the law of sin and death, mm. and through him we enjoy the spirit of life, the law of the spirit of life. So that's how I want to live my life, Nick, with the law of the spirit of life indwelling within me. Oh, that's wonderful, because even if we think back on the words which Jesus uh, used, you know, when uh, the disciples, they were just sad because Jesus was ascending, yes. but he comforted Yes. The, with this thought that I'm going, uh, you know, to the Father, but I'm sending you another comforter. Yes. Which means, as you just said, having the Holy Spirit with mm. us everywhere we are. I mean, it's important to have that assurance. And uh, you pointed out this thing that uh, we should be careful how we behave, you know, ourselves, because the Holy Spirit is promised to be with us, yes. in us. Exactly. And this, I think this is quite important. Now, how, how can we be led by the Holy Spirit? Yes, yes. We, we need to allow him to minister in our hearts. The, the Holy Spirit won't force us to do things, uh, but the Holy Spirit is giving us that still, small voice of leadership. So we've got to be quiet for a start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Bible says to lean not on our own understanding, so we can't figure these things out for ourselves. And also, Nick, of course, the Holy Spirit blows where he wishes. We don't know where he comes from, where he's going. Mm. So we who are born of the Spirit should be somewhat unpredictable. So this is not for the faint-hearted. It really means that a Christian could do something tomorrow which you'd never think they would do, you know, go and move to... Port Augusta or something, you know. <laughs> are you saying, David, are you saying here that if we will be moved by the Holy Spirit and led by the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. we should not uh, relate so much on our own plans, yes. Yes. which can be some time, you know, mm -hmm. for years, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, plan yeah. everything it's, uh, has to fall in place as I put it down on the paper. Yes. yes. You're saying here that if you are led by the Holy Spirit, you need to have that capacity and ability to allow the Holy Spirit to uh, to move yes. in a direction or the other. Yes, yes. Well, it's been said famously that God opens and closes doors, and also that he, 
he guides a moving ship. There's a wonderful notion of a ship being anchored or in the dockside. It's not going to go anywhere. Mm. You can turn the wheel, nothing will happen unless the motor's moving the ship forward. So as the ship is moving forward, then it can be guided to the right or to the left. All right. And also, uh, Paul, at one point in his missionary journeys, he wanted to go to a certain place, but it says, the Spirit of Jesus would not allow us to. Mm. So we who seek to be led by the Holy Spirit shouldn't be surprised sometimes if those doors not only open, but also shut. Because no, we're not to go in a certain direction, even though it seemed like a good idea at mm-hmm. the time. So the Holy Spirit will do that for us as well, Nick. Okay, that's wonderful. What may stop us being led by the Holy Spirit? Yes, yes. Well, the word holy there is not there for no reason. Uh, holiness is a very important thing. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Now, we're not holy because of what we do, mm. but because of what Christ has done. He has paid the price for sin, and we just receive that free gift of salvation. But if we play around with it, we're playing with fire, and all of us, myself included, need to repent every day. Mm. Every day we do wrong. Yeah. Every day I say things to my wife that I shouldn't say. Every day we do wrong, Nick, and we need to keep confessing and asking God to continue to work in our hearts because we are gradually being transformed into the image of Christ, and it's the Spirit of Christ, it's the Spirit of Jesus that's indwelling. And the Bible speaks about grieving the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Let us never, never be found in that position where we have grieved the Holy Spirit. Now, we can seek forgiveness for it, but let's not do it again. Let's not grieve the Holy Spirit because if we are grieving the Holy Spirit, how can we hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? How can we be led by the Spirit of God? So I long to be led by the Spirit of God, Nick, and you do as well. And that's my prayer for our listeners, that we will long to be led by the Spirit of God and that through his own work, the work of God to cleanse and transform us, we will indeed be filled every day anew with his Holy Spirit. The Scriptures speak about being filled in an ongoing manner, not just be filled once and that's it. No, it's an ongoing, continuous infilling of the Holy Spirit every moment so that we'll be in tune with him. And as we are led by the Spirit of God, we are sons of God, all of us. Absolutely. Thank you so much, David, for uh, coming with us and sharing. And may uh, the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you uh, in everything what you do with um, Family Voice Australia. And uh, looking forward to see you back again next time. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Yes, uh, that was uh, wonderful to have David with uh, with us today and talking about this. Uh, well, he's visiting uh, lots yeah. of uh, groups and churches, and uh, um, it's 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 important to to see that uh, understanding of the work of the Holy Spirit uh, in all uh, uh, you know groups, you know, and and believers, because this is the thing, uh, Brenton, the understanding of uh, the Trinity and particularly the Holy Spirit is not just something for this church or this group or the other group, this is fundamental in regard to us all children of God. Absolutely, Nick. I think one of the important things to remember when you're dealing with the subject of the Holy Spirit is first and foremost, what is the reason that Christ promised the Holy Spirit to the disciples in the first place in the book of John chapter 16. He said, when he comes, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness and of judgment. Now, 
Christ also said that the role of the Holy Spirit, and this is the primary role, mm. this is not one of the spin-offs, the primary role of the Holy Spirit is to reveal Jesus. Amen. So here's something important for ourselves and for our listeners. Many people believe that their experience supersedes Scripture, mm. that the Holy Spirit has shown me this or the Holy Spirit has shown me that. I'm not denying any of that, but I'm saying that test it. Test what it is that you claim the Holy Spirit is showing you by Scripture. Mm. Now, I've got a car, you've got a car, you've got a Mercedes uh, station wagon, I've got a Holden Caprice. When there are things I don't know about my car, and I'm not the most mechanically minded person in the world, but when I need to find out something about it, rather than going by gut feeling and saying, if I press this button or that button, that'll give the desired effect, mm. I go back to the handbook. Mm. I have a look in the handbook and I find out what the manufacturer of the car had to say about this particular issue. And then I apply that to the principle. It's a practical illustration, but I believe the Holy Spirit, what David had to say was quite true. Sometimes the Holy Spirit can pull you up very abruptly. He can uh, change your direction very, very quickly. Other times, um, it's almost as though life just goes along in its ebbs and its flows. And I think a very famous author that you and I both have read in a book called Steps to Christ, which is available through Faith FM, says something along these lines. Consecrate yourself to God in the morning. Mm. Make this your very first work. Lay all your plans before him to be taken up or set aside as his providence may direct. And the end of the quote is, by doing this, you will be day by day putting your hands into the life of Christ, and you will become more and more like Christ. Yes. What is our topic today? Our topic today is how to live the Christian life, yes. how to live the spirit-filled life. Well, I find, personally, I do this each day. I get up in the morning and I say, Lord, these are my plans for the day. I've got a Bible study at Narracourt. Uh, I've got to go to Border Town and see Ray. I've got to um, do this, 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 and this. However, if you have other plans for me, that I haven't thought of or other people that I need to contact, please stop me somewhere mm. along the way. Mm. I believe if you do that, it's 100% foolproof. This is very important um, yeah. what you're yeah. saying here yeah, because uh, David <clears throat> mentioned on that. Uh, David did. Uh, yeah. And I have experiences myself, uh, uh, Brenton, when the Holy Spirit literally just moved me from uh, even oh, yeah. driving on the road yeah, from yeah. one line mm -hmm. to the other line and the other yeah. line and I was wondering why I'm shifting the lines here yeah. and all of a sudden uh, Brenton a thought came in my mind and says go and visit this person you've had a strong impression that yes. you go and see it and as I as I shifted as I said as I changing lines you know from the first one to the, the other one yes. you know uh, two three lines I changed and Again, I said, oh, I'm going to work, you know, I'm, I'm going, my direction is uh, that way, that, all, all the way. Why am I going this way? Yeah, and I said, what, I'm, I'm going here. And again, you know, that, uh, go and visit that person. And all of a sudden, I just took a left turn, got out of the main, uh, main road. Volume of traffic, yep. And visited the person which came in my mind. And it was an amazing experience, uh, Brendan. I knock on the door. When they uh, opened the door, uh, the lady was 
looked so sad, you know, and I said, what's going on? I said, oh, we have this problem, you know, I, um, I'm just to give you quickly a bit yeah, of background sure, sure. there. Um, uh, her daughter uh, passed away, you know, very, you know, very young and they didn't know exactly what's, what happens. There are lots of things, uh, uh, lots of suspicious, uh, you know. So they weren't sure of the cause Not, not sure, you know, yeah. yeah. But okay. uh, she was taking care now about her granddaughter, you know. Yes. And uh, to kind of uh, smooth it a little bit to say so, because this was a, a small child, maybe in 10 years or 12 years old, something like that. Mm. Um, they planned to go for a cruise, and this was before COVID, you know, just, um, <laughs> must have uh, been. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they planned to go for a cruise, and the girl needed, um, signature from her father, which, um, her father was, uh, divorced by her yes. mom, and her mom yes. was living with another man, and yes. that was the story when uh, something went wrong, and, and we don't know the full, uh, full details, that full story. And she was trying to take the granddaughter for a cruise. Mm-hmm. But there were some issues there because uh, as her father gave her the signature, they messed up uh, some of those forms and was or not accepted to the immigration oh, because okay. she needed yeah. to have yeah. a passport, yeah, you she know. Would. She would. And yes. uh, they were very sad. They paid, you know, in full for all the cruise and said, now we cannot go. And I said, Let's come inside of the house and have a prayer. And we pray to God. And she said, oh, it's too late now because uh, the father doesn't want now to give an, uh, any more a signature because we messed it up a few times. I said, let's pray. We prayed. And then I said, can I contact uh, her father? I said, no, no, he's upset. But I said, look, just give me his phone number and I'll contact him. Sure. I rang him. Uh, the long story cut short. Um, I explained the situation and said, hey, mate. Um, you know, I had enough of this. Uh, I tried to help, but uh, you know what happened. I said I'm not going to. Not I said, look, anyway. And I said, look, uh, you know that the, your girl, uh, she's been through some tough time, she and really uh, wants to go uh, she needs to go. Yeah. Um, I said, mate, I'm on the other side of the town. I cannot come. I said, what about if I'll come to you? Would you be able? I said, and he straight away melted a little bit. I said, okay, look, we'll meet halfway, mm-hmm. and we yeah. meet half. By the time. Was yeah. already, uh, was already 12 o'clock or some lunchtime yes. by the time all yes. this happened. Yeah. And we needed to go to the immigration. By the time I got the signature and all those things and fill up the forms, we go to the Department of Immigration mm-hmm. just before four o'clock when they closing. And I said to the lady there, would you please take this form in and uh, we need a passport. Processor. And we need a passport tomorrow yes. morning, yeah. eight what o'clock. I said, and she looked at me like that for, uh, paused for a while and she said, Are you serious? What? She said, What? We are not even open at uh, eight o'clock, you know, to the um, uh, customers, you know, we'll be here, but we are not with the customers. And I, I explained to her, I said, Look, this girl, uh, whatever happened. And she said, Okay, leave it with me and come here tomorrow morning and I'll we'll see what, what I can do. What time? And she said, Eight o'clock. Eight uh, yeah. o'clock. <laughs> uh, and she said, okay. I see what I can do. Mm, okay. In the meantime, they had a, a plane booked at six o'clock in the morning, yes. you know, to go. Yes. But I said, can you That's change right. that? And they changed it to 11 o'clock. Yeah. And uh, I went there the next day and she came with a passport and gave it to me at eight o'clock. Now, you know, uh, Brendan, this was yeah, a bit of a, probably I, I haven't planned maybe to share this story, but I listen 
to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the story goes long, you know, to see how they, after that, they saw the hand of God into this. They are not necessarily practicing Christians, you know, sure. Uh, sure. but they could see the hand of God. And that's where we are called to experience that. As you just said here, uh, Brenton, how can I be empowered for life? Life is not just uh, uh, some mathematical uh, yeah. things there. Uh, life is sure. an experience. Yeah, Nick, let me just share briefly on something that happened to me recently. I visited a couple of people who are within one of my church um, areas and uh, after having prayer with them and leaving, They were telling me that they both had children from a previous relationship. Mm. And um, I got a text message from the uh, mother the next day saying, my daughter rang me last night. It's the first time she's spoken to me in four years. She saw that as a verification of the fact that I had visited and had prayer with them, Mm. but I'd also had prayer for the daughter, for his daughter and her daughter. And she saw that as verification that God was saying, yep. And uh, so the daughter rang her that evening. She said that's the first time she's contacted me. Is that not true, uh, Brenton, Mm. that the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is waiting with that? um, Yes. um, I'm trying to remember the uh, exactly words that almost like uh, weeping, you know, uh, for us to open the door. (laughs) Romans 8, he intercedes for us with groans that cannot be uttered is the exact term used in most modern translations of the Bible. Um that's an intriguing text because people talk these days about praying in the spirit. Mm. Uh, you can go to churches where they're raising their hands and um, um, uttering certain words and that sort of thing. I wonder myself whether the text is rather talking about the fact that even though we pray prayers to God, that maybe the Holy Spirit needs to not only is Christ an intercessor for us, but the Holy Spirit is as well. Mm-hmm. It seems to me that the Holy Spirit uses our prayers because he understands our thinking, because he understands our hearts and our desire. He is able to put our prayers in such a way, if this makes sense to yourself mm. and our listeners, he's able to put our prayers in such a way that maybe... It is easy for God to answer them. I don't know. I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm, putting I'm, it out there and but saying just maybe on, that is the case. Just on that one, uh, yeah. Brenton, because it's true. You know, uh, many people are uh, influenced and uh, yeah. some of them even affected in a way or the other That's right. uh, by this sort of um, emotions and yes. uh, uh, attitudes. And I know you refer to the speaking in tongues, uh, which some um, people, many you know, people, uh, many people practice, practice this. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk about it, uh, in the spirit, you know, and to pray, generally in the Bible, when Apostle Paul speaks about these sorts of things, it's something for us to to understand, to be revitalized, to be, let's say, uh, change. It's not something that you speak something unknown, mm-hmm. and you hope that um, well, that will will affect yeah. or will help you in a way or the other. Now, I'm not yeah. denying, you know that you can have amazing connection with God in your uh, prayers and in your... Uh, it has to be communication. Communication has to be intelligible. Absolutely. It has to be understand. I mean, let's take, for instance, let's say we're, we're praying in the Spirit, and if God is trying to talk to me or to you and we cannot understand what he's saying, 
is really wasting his effort. Mm. It's like uh, saying we're going to uh, play a game on the computer today, but I haven't switched the power on. Mm. <laughs> I'm pressing the keyboard, but <laughs> nothing's yeah. coming through. Does that make sense? Um, I think one of the important issues about the, the subject of praying in the Spirit is the, the Bible again says that if I'm uh, correct in uh, my uh, summary, it says that only the Spirit knows the mind of God. Mm. Now, therefore, it's so vitally important for us as Christians and for our listeners to say, Lord, show us what the mind of the Spirit is. Mm -hmm. Show us um, how we should pray um, so that the Holy Spirit is able to put our prayers in such a way that God is able to answer them now, God doesn't always answer prayer in a spectacular way. No. I, uh, sometimes I think as Christians we're transfixed on the spectacular, but sometimes we need to tune in to, I think, that God answers our prayers sometimes in very ordinary ways. Excitement, mm -hmm. you know, people are looking for excitement. Yeah, nothing wrong um, with excitement. Ecstasy. But, but <laughs> if you're basing your whole Christian experience on excitement, you're going to come undone. It's almost like you need Uh, like a drug addict needs another fix. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you need another fix of the spirit. Right. And I think that uh, really what David said earlier on is the Holy Spirit needs to be in our lives day by day. Now, how do you handle texts like that said that John the Baptist was filled with the spirit from birth? Mm. Christ was filled with the Holy Spirit from birth. Mm. Um, other people were filled with the Holy Spirit at baptism. It says that in Acts chapter 6, when they chose the uh, seven deacons to look after the work of the church, they chose men full of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Now, how did they know they were full of the Holy Spirit? I believe they knew they were full of the Holy Spirit because they observed the fruit of their work. Yes. They observed that they were able administrators, yep. that they were impartial, and that they were kind. And they were spiritual because yep, spiritual. You know, they were spiritual. That, yep. I believe, was important because even today, uh, many people are asked to take an office, you know, yes. in the church. And, and usually you look for those people who are spiritually, um, yep. you know, mature. able, mature. mature. Uh, you, you cannot just put somebody there which doesn't have uh, an inclination yeah. or doesn't have even, yeah. is not engaged, if you yeah. like, um, in this uh, kind of yeah. uh, experience, you know, the relationship we got. But hey, uh, Brenton, I'm going to take a short break here. Sure, sure. Uh, we want to play a song, but just before the song, we promise that we are going to give you a wonderful book you today. And this is called Spirit Baptism, uh, Abiding in Christ. That's the title of the book. And it's yours today if you send us a text message to zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. In this book, uh, the biblical teaching of what it means to abide in Christ and His uh, abiding in uh, in the um, Him uh, in the believers sure. is presented. You know, many Christians who sincerely want to obey Christ in all things fail again and again because not understanding the marvelous truth when Christ abides in the believer and he knows how to um, let uh, Christ manifest his life in and through him. This is very important to understand the role of the Holy Spirit in our uh, life. Now the sad truth is that the majority of Christians do not understand this wonderful truth that is so simple and yet so elusive. 
if you get the book, it should help you to understand. Absolutely. That. And this book is uh, under the code SA21. SA stands for South Australia, number 21. Put it together. Don't make a space in between SA and 21 because um, it all goes together. our computer, you know, may not recognize that and uh, you'll have a few issues. But yeah, this is your book free of charge, no obligation. Send us a text to 0488-880811, Abiding in Christ. The song, which I would like you to listen right now, is called In Christ Alone. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my soul. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are still and striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand.
Till he returns or calls me home Here in the park of Christ I'll stand Welcome back. This is Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Nick Rita. And our co-host today is uh, Brenton coming all the way from uh, Mount uh, Gambier. Now, uh, Brenton, I just I didn't mention at the beginning that uh, you are you serving there in the um, how is called the area again? Uh, the limestone coast. Limestone coast, the yeah. southeast, uh, also no southeast. Uh, yes, region. My, uh, my parish, if you will, extends from um, parish. The thought from Glenelg uh, River. Uh, Nelson, just over the board in uh, border in Victoria. Uh, I have church members up at uh, beyond Border Town, mm-hmm. across to Kingston Southeast. So I have a fairly large parish. Just for our listeners' interest, I'm generally um, driving round about four thousand kilometres a month. Wow. Uh, I think last month it was five thousand because I had to do a trip or two to Adelaide. But um, yes, it's it's a challenge. Uh, but a challenge that I look forward to because any time somebody shows an interest in studying the Word of God, I'm right there. I'm right there to encourage them, and I know that the Holy Spirit has been guiding them to the point where they've asked for Bible studies or they want to surrender their heart to the Lord, they want to come to church or whatever it is that the Holy Spirit's guiding them to do. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, uh, and it, it's practical uh, what you're just uh, saying and do. Uh, how can I be empowered for life and empower yes. others? Yep. Um, and uh, if you like to visit uh, the church in Mount Gambier, for example, if you are driving uh, that beautiful place. We'd love uh, to see them. Yeah, n- don't uh, don't uh, hesitate to visit the church or even uh, Millison Millison Church or Naracot. There are a couple of churches around in the, in the vicinity of fifty uh, uh, kilometers or something like that. Round yes? about that. Yeah, mm. Naracot's a hundred kilometers away. They meet tomorrow afternoon at two thirty. Mm-hmm. But if any of our listeners from the Limestone Coast are interested in attending an Adventist church tomorrow, Mount Gambier begins its church service at ten a.m. Uh, they're in Sutton Town Road, Mount Gambier. It's pretty hard to miss the church, and I'm sure that they'll uh, really receive a blessing. One of our young ladies, who's 18 years of age, is going to be preaching. Wow. Right. So it'll be well worth their while to Oh, come. very good. Now, uh, Brenton, uh, just before the break, I um, talked a little bit about that wonderful book, which um, I want our listeners to have it. And that's what I play when the song in Christ alone, you know, because good song. Uh, if we if we want to experience um, and to feel that to be empowered for life, yes. we can't do it otherwise, but just in Christ alone. And um, the book which um, I was talking a little bit earlier is called Abiding in Christ, Spirit Baptism. You know, we're talking about the, uh, right. the new birth and the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, this book is yours, free of charge, no obligation. You just need to send us a text message on 0488-880811 and we'll be very happy to organize that book for you. Brenton. Let's in the in the few minutes left here, maybe uh, fifteen minutes uh, uh, left. Um, talk a, a bit more practical sure. about uh, how can I be empowered for life. Well, I think we need to start with uh, Acts chapter one and Acts chapter two, 
In Acts 1, there is a key verse uh, that we should refer to, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. I think from memory it's Acts chapter 1, verse 6, mm-hmm. or it might be verse 8. What's important about that is that that text predicates the coming of the Holy Spirit. Why was the Holy Spirit given in Acts chapter 2? Remember what I just said? You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, mm-hmm. in Samaria. Not a problem so far. They spoke a similar language. But when you come to the uttermost parts of the earth, different story altogether. You come from Romania. Yes. I come from Australia. I can only speak probably half a dozen words of Romanian. You, you know pretty much the words that I do know. Mm. Like uh, this afternoon, I'd be saying Bunasara. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> I don't know too many other words, but the disciples spoke primarily. The Galilean accent was, uh, shall we say, a fairly rough, uncouth. It wasn't a polished uh, language mm-hmm. by any means. And to receive the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost when the tongues of fire, actually they weren't tongues of fire. The Bible says it was as, it was like tongues of fire right. sitting on it, on each of them. They then spoke in, if you have a look at uh, Acts chapter 2, you'll find there are about 19 different language groups. That I mean, just to, to stop you a little bit there, um, because you said they're not uh, tongues of uh, fire. I mean, if you'll be a real fire, you'll have a uh, burning offering there. Uh, you would have a burnt offering, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, basically the Bible actually says that uh, cloven tongues as of fire appeared on each of them and settled on each of them. We need that today. Um, and I shared with you while that song was on the story of a guy called Jones. Now, Jones has a missionary college named after him. The Jones Missionary College is in the Solomon Islands. Just a very brief overview of who Jones was. He was a Welsh mariner and he went to the general conference of our church way back in the 19th century and indicated that he would like to go as a missionary to the South Pacific. Now, the South Pacific today, shall we say, is a lot less forbidding mm-hmm. than it was in those days. In those days, a lot of the islands were inhabited by cannibals. And even though the general conference didn't really give him permission to go, for whatever reason, I've never been able to find out whether he was too old, whether he couldn't afford it, whether they felt that he wasn't equipped uh, linguistically to be able to go, we don't know. We do know this. We do know that he came to the South Pacific on a ship. They dropped him off at night. He landed on the beach. It happened to be a cannibal island. Instead of popping him in the pot and eating him, he was able to address them in their own language. Within 30 days of a landing, he conducted the first church service in their language. Now, that to me is a genuine example of the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is reputed by the end of his life when he passed away, he could speak 33 languages. He could either speak 33 or understand them. Now, that to me is the kind of gift that the Holy Spirit can empower a person Mm. with for one purpose – the purpose of witnessing for Jesus and helping people to know him. Acts chapter 2 really is um, the story of how the death of Christ, the resurrection of Christ and the ascension of Christ to the right hand of God 
how it affected the disciples and how they were empowered by the Holy Spirit to give this message to all these different people in their languages. You had people as far afield as Rome, Cyrene in Libya, North Africa, Parthia. Now, Parthia is over in what we would call modern-day Iran, um, Turkey, which was Asia Minor, and also the Palestinian areas as well. In other words, the areas of the then-known world that... um, were receptive to the gospel because these people, Jews, had come up to the feast of Passover and then following that, the feast of Pentecost, 50 Mm -hmm. days later. They were there for that purpose and God saw fit to empower these men with the gift of their languages. It wasn't a gift of hearing. It was Mm. a gift of speaking, but they also understood them and they were then able to take those gifts back. They were able to take that message of Christ's crucifixion his death, burial and resurrection and ascension and his seated at the right hand of God, they're able to take those messages back to their people. I would suggest to you that it would have probably opened the way to some degree for people like Paul and his companions later yes, on yes. when they were going to some of these very areas I've just mentioned. Absolutely. And uh, you know, while you are talking, you know, uh, about this, uh, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit and the yeah. uh, impact which the Holy Spirit uh, had was on an ev- individual also. On but, individuals, but yes. But also on, uh, on uh, corporate. Uh, Cor- corporately on the church as a whole. Uh, the yep. reason I'm saying that, mm. because uh, you may recall uh, the story when uh, uh, Peter was preaching, you know, and thousands of people were moved, you know, and they asked the question, what should we do? do? And what, what should we do? What yes. What was his answer? Okay. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, have you ever thought about this? I don't know that we have ever gone here. Some of these very same people possibly had been baptized by John's baptism. Yes. Three years or three and a half years before. Now they were being asked to accept Jesus Christ, who John pointed to. Remember, John said that someone is coming after me mm-hmm. who will baptize with the Holy Spirit yes. and with fire. What did we get at Pentecost? Tongues as of fire and the Holy Spirit. Yes. So now they were being asked to, shall we say, take a step from John's baptism to here. Mm. And by showing their faith in Jesus Christ, I guess today we would call it rebaptized. Mm. Um, I've often thought about that. People don't know commentators usually go there, but I've often thought that some of these people who heard uh, Peter on the day of Pentecost must have been in that group. That's correct. That's correct what you're mm. saying. And um, again, uh, talking talking about this um, uh, aspect, you know, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit at the Pentecost yes. and the impact in the church for uh, for that time it was radical and, and radical. you mentioned about uh, Paul you know later on how uh, um, he reflected uh, back to all these things now what I'm yeah. trying to say also here uh, Brenton is because um, uh, Peter said repent now it's interesting that we live in a time when uh, prosperity gospel is so popular Seems and be, um, yeah. you know people want to hear just those good yep. things you know about the love of God which is amazing you know and you refer a little bit earlier to a program which we did together um, uh, talking about the, the love of God you know of Jesus yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you can hear Tomorrow that program at 9am that's, that's <laughs> right uh, but what I'm um, uh, trying to say here is that you know, the message of Elijah, what was the message of Elijah? 
Well, that was the message of repentance, of repentance. and reformation. What was the message of John uh, the Baptist? Same thing, repent. The message of Peter was repent. Repent. Why it's important. What, what were they to repent of? Remember what he said to them was rather interesting. He said to them, you crucified this man. Mm-hmm. Now, technically, I don't know who was listening to Peter on the day of Pentecost. Were the priests and rulers listening to him? I'm not sure. It's possible they may have been. But he was sheeting home the blame of Christ's death burial and resurrection to these people to the degree that it says in verse 37 of Acts 2 they were cut to the heart and they said men and brethren what shall we do Mm -hmm. there is another reference in the book of Acts Acts chapter 7 where it says uh, remember Stephen said you stiff necked and uncircumcised Mm -hmm. Mm. you always resist the Holy Spirit even as your fathers did so do you it says they were cut to the heart and they gnashed their teeth at him and they stoned him to death so there's a big difference between the response in Acts chapter 2 and the response in Acts chapter 7 in Acts chapter 2 they were baptised in the name of Jesus Christ in Acts 7 they stoned the messenger. Mm, mm. And, and, and the, as a result of that, it had such an effect on Paul that not long after that, Paul became a Christian when he met Christ on the road to Absolutely Damascus. right. Absolutely yep. right. And uh, again, uh, Brenton, um, it's amazing, you know, just on this passage here, if you look in Acts chapter 1 and chapter 2, sure, yeah. uh, it's amazing to see um, how that early church was uh, impacted, you know, by by the but presence. How, how did they grow? And the manifestation of Three, the how they grow. Yeah. 3,000 baptized in a day. Mm. Then about a chapter later it says, and 5,000 men were added to the church. Now that doesn't include women and children. No. So the population of the church has gone from 3,000 on the day of Pentecost to 5,000. That's just men mm. plus women and children. Uh, whom would have been baptized yep. as well. Possibly you've got 20,000 members already yep. in a very short period of time. Yep. That's what we need to see today in 2021. Let's forget COVID-19 mm-hmm. and all the issues that are dealing with it. People out there are hurting. They need to know about Jesus Christ. They need to know that he wants to fill them with his spirit and he wants them to be ready for his return. So yeah. let's focus on that, not focus on all the negatives, which are not hard to find. Yes, that's right. And you mentioned uh, a bit earlier, uh, Brenton, that um, who knows who was present there? Maybe those people who witnessed the crucifixion yeah, uh, of Jesus Christ. Yes. But what was important here that... Um, uh, it was elevated, if you like, that need of being born again, which That's Jesus spoke, spoke with again. Nicodemus. Yeah. And Nicodemus was puzzled, was blown away, said, what? How can a old man uh, be born again? But Jesus was explaining, if you're not going to be born again, you wouldn't have part. You know, yeah. uh, I mean. That's right. Romans uh, twelve two is the verse mm, that comes to mind. Do not be conformed to this world. Absolutely. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's the text that all of us, both you and I as uh, co-presenters and our listeners, this is the text that we badly need to read, reread and pray over. Do not be conformed to this world. That means do not be conformed to the thinking processes and the, and the patterns of actions of this world. Paul's saying... We need to be transformed. Yeah. And the same person who wrote the book Steps to Christ says that conversion is not a modification of the old. It's a total transformation altogether. 
when we're talking to people about being filled with the Spirit, David put it pretty well when you were interviewing him earlier on. He said that it's a daily experience. And I was just oh, going to ask you this. I was, I was going to ask you that when you talk about the new birth and mm. be born again, it's a it's not just once. It's not happens. once for all time. Yeah, it's, it's right. a daily experience. Yep. Can you just in a couple of minutes uh, maybe yep. explain a little bit and uh, help ourselves, you know, to understand more and our listener, um, what that means to be born again? Well, I, I can put it this way. Uh, I recommend a book that our listeners can access called Desire of Ages. Mm, beautiful book. The book Desire of Ages is one of the best books I've often said to my wife, and I was only um, not saying it in jest, but I was saying that if I was on a desert island and I never had anything with me to read, the Bible and Desire of Ages would be sufficient for me. But there are chapters in the Desire of Ages that start with uh, – some of the chapter titles are Calvary, um, Gethsemane. Gethsemane. Yeah. Um, before Annas and Caiaphas. Mm-hmm. Even poor old Judas gets a chapter. Yeah. There. I would recommend that our listeners read those chapters because if you want to be filled with the Spirit and know what it is to have the Holy Spirit in your lives, reading those chapters for me, they softened my outlook on. God, mm. not that I had a hard outlook on God. I didn't, I believe, but they 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 helped to round out my understanding of the great sacrifice of Calvary. I would suggest that you get this book, read those chapters, and pray over them, and say, "Lord, please come into my heart by your Holy Spirit. I want the fruits of the Spirit to be evident in my life." That's the and help me to that, start again. Yeah, new. Help me to start again. If I've stuffed up. Don't worry about it because God says, I forgive you, but he doesn't want to leave you there. He wants to take you to a place which is far beyond anything you can imagine. Beautiful. Uh, Brenton, just before we are uh, closing with prayer, I just want to remind our listeners again uh, that you have opportunity to get this wonderful book in your hands, Abiding in Christ. You just need to uh, send a text message to 0488880888. One with the code SA21. SA for South Australia 21, number 21. Make sure that's together. No break. break. Yeah. And uh, you'll have this book all yours. Uh, Brenton, how would you like to pray uh, today to close? Yeah. Father in heaven, we thank you for the privilege of being able to share with our listeners the joy of being filled with the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that The Holy Spirit, Jesus said um, when he was still on earth that the Father is more willing to give the Holy Spirit to us than we are to give gifts to our children. Why don't we pray for it more? Why don't we plead for the Holy Spirit more? Lord, Nick needs the Holy Spirit in his life. I need the Holy Spirit in my life. And our listeners need the Holy Spirit in their lives. I pray, Lord, that you'll take us, weak and sinful as we are, and empower us to be your witnesses. The early disciples stopped at nothing. If they were brought before the Sanhedrin, they said we must obey God rather than men. We live in what we call the COVID-19 world, where our freedoms and liberties are being restricted daily. Help us always to remember, Lord, that giving the, the... Message of salvation to the people of Adelaide, the people of South Australia, the people of the Limestone Coast is first and foremost that what you have called us to do. 
no authority, no power, mm. uh, no legislative group can stop us from giving that particular message. Amen. Lord, uh, the early disciples prayed the prayer. They said, grant us boldness that we may preach your message with power. Amen. I pray, Lord, that that will be the experience of ourselves and our listeners on this Friday afternoon. In Jesus' name. Amen. And thank you for joining us today on uh, Drive Time um, BQ&A. I invite you to come back with us next time when we talk about amazing topic, the collision of church and state. Please join us again. Until then, may God richly bless you. For I am with thee Be not dismayed For I am Uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Mm-hmm. And I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness.